Whether moving data to the cloud eases complexity associated with risk management was the focus of a lively conversation between National Institute of Standards and Technologies risk management leader Ron Ross and Gene Spafford, Executive Director of Purdue University's Center for Education and Research in Information Assurance and Security. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. You can find a link to part one of that conversation on our website. Here in part two, their conversation about the impact of the cloud on risk management continues, with Ross asking Spafford a question about virtualization in the cloud. I would like to ask Baff, with all the virtualization that we're going to be building in the clouds, one of the problems we continue to have with cyber attacks is that it's very difficult with this complexity that we talked about to stop all attacks because the infrastructure is inherently complex. The solutions that we build sometimes are not as strong as we would like. Long term, with virtualization, there's a theory out there that if we can churn the infrastructure with virtualization or micro-virtualization techniques, it really won't make any difference if some of those attacks do get through because the time on target is going to be so limited that the adversary really won't be able to carry out the exploit to the degree they would like. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, what you're seeing with the technology, some of the research and development. You're plugged in very closely to the university system with Purdue and all the, the groups that you work with around the country. Just curious to know your thoughts on that. It's a good question. And part of it, I think, is looking at the trends we've seen. A, a lot of what cloud computing, which has been the topic of what we've been talking about, has been developed has largely been in a reaction to cost. It's intended to provide surge capability, that elasticity, and reduce costs by not requiring you to make an investment for your, your surge capabilities and to save some on personnel. The cost of hardware keep dropping. Some of the technologies that are being built into the hardware make these technologies a lot cheaper. I'm wondering how much cloud computing will actually be attractive as we move forward, as we see this evolution in hardware and software for any reason, not, not just security, but also some of the other issues, whereas having the capacity in-house to monitor it may be better. That doesn't completely address your question, but I think it's related. More to your question about where some of the trends are in the technology, there are a lot of attack. There are a lot of things that are going on now that we're, we're beginning to see horizontal supply chain attacks, business partner attacks to be able to get access where they do have to have linger time to accomplish the business relationships, and that's being exploited. We also are seeing various kinds of things going on that don't require necessarily prolonged direct access because it is so quick to get information out or to deny service. The denial of service going on right now as a business issue really has nothing to do with virtualization other than if you've got a lot of virtualized systems, you can generate even more bandwidth. There are so many different aspects to what it means to have a secured or protected system or at least to be able to reduce the risk for it. The advances in hardware and software are changing still some of the cost dynamics. I'm not really sure what a computing platform of 10 years from now will look like, but I'm actually wondering how much connectivity we're going to want to have for some of the really critical resources, whether we won't have the capacity to have very powerful systems that aren't connected to the net all the time to mm -hmm. maintain what we need. We were talking about technology and, and where that's going to be in the churning of the infrastructure. I'm also concerned about the, the people that are going to be helping to provide the security solutions. I know you now talked at RSA a little bit about the, the future of the computer scientists and, and the computer security folks that are uh, building careers on, on top of that computer science degree or computer engineering. I'm wondering if our, our definition of security today as it's evolved from what it was two decades ago, and I'm talking about the evolution uh, away from more trustworthy systems and systems that are inherently stronger 
or more resilient, things that we could apply some of those best practices to, the first principles that go back decades, going back to the Anderson Report. Are you seeing a move away from some of those fundamental capabilities coming out of our, our universities? If that's true, how is that going to affect our ability to have the right people in place to help provide some of these stronger solutions? And whether it's cloud or, or any other type of computing, even in cloud, we're going to need those kind of folks that can help us understand the fundamentals and, and really build those stronger solutions. Really, a lot of what we've seen in the evolution here of security and moving towards these other kinds of solutions is putting more things in the way between our resources and potential attackers. We're putting in antivirus IDS, we're putting in firewalls, we're putting in uh, various other kinds of devices, and, and then we're moving it out into the cloud with presumably further rings of protection. So rather than trying to build secure systems, which is time-consuming and costs more than the current mass-produced versions, organizations keep trying to add patches on top. The fact that we have a demand from the market for more patching, a more after-the-fact add-ons, rather than getting it right the first time, has reduced some of the emphasis at many institutions in teaching that. But we also have a secondary effect that's going on now, and the government is actually one of the drivers here. You have various people in prominent positions saying, oh, we've got a huge shortfall, we've got to get more people, let's have competitions to identify the best hackers. What that's doing is attempting to shorten the pipeline and select down for a group of people who know how to manage current threats and current systems rather than emphasizing fundamental principles, broad knowledge, and a lifelong path for career here. And the result of that is we're going to have a whole lot of people out there in 10 years who got their jobs and were really, really good at finding and exploiting problems in Windows and Linux, but have no idea how to build a new system that's a successor to the cloud systems or to operate the security in these because they've never had the background. And I think that's probably the longer-term danger that we have is we're going to be moving all this stuff off into the clouds. We're moving it off into an environment that's going to change because of technology and laws, and we're not doing enough to build up a cadre of people with deep experience in basic principles. And I think those basic principles, whether we're talking cloud or otherwise, are, are still applicable. Just because we are moving to the cloud at some pace, that doesn't diminish the need for the things you just talked about. I guess I wonder at this point, I think we're at a tipping point. I know at NIST we've been working really hard during this past year. In our upcoming publication, we're trying to rebrand this whole notion of assurance and trustworthiness for the very reasons you just articulated. It's really an unanswered question about whether this new emphasis is going to be successful or not, because I believe we're at a tipping point. We we could go either way. Redefining security to some of the things that we're, we're doing today w without regard to the fundamentals could be problematic long term because just going to the cloud is not going to solve those fundamental problems that we're, uh, that we're talking about here today. I agree. Looking back at the field, and, and I've got 30 years actual practice experience in this, but also reading the history, we have had cycles where new technology innovation has led to massive change in the way that people approach computing, presumably to solve many of the problems, some of them cost-related, some security, some usability. We see jumping to time-sharing. We see moving to more mini-computer or microcomputers. We see moving to graphical user interfaces. We see moving to database engines. We see moving to local area networks and distributed file systems. And each one of these steps along the way has been held out as the solution to all the previous problems. But they've introduced a whole new set of problems that weren't anticipated. 
Cloud computing offers many benefits, and I certainly don't mean to suggest that they don't, and they offer a lot of potential for better security for organizations that don't understand it and can't use it. They are going to introduce new problems, many of which we haven't seen, and unless we're preparing a generation of people to then deal with the next one, and I don't believe we are, the government and big companies are seeking out mechanics rather than architects, we're going to have longer-term problems. The cloud is a, is a great solution, but it breeds new problems. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, gentlemen, I thank you very much. Thanks, Eric, and uh, Beth, good to be with you today. And thank you both, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again. You've been listening to Ron Ross of the National Institute of Standards and Technology and Gene Spafford of Purdue University Center for Education, Research, and Information Assurance and Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chavro. Thanks for listening.